You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that hopefully doesn't get replaced with AI. I'm Josh. I'm SamBot9000. I'm Cody. <laughs> uh, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over this week, but first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! Yabble dabble. Yeah, yabble dabble. There we go. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, all right, so yeah, let's get into some things we've been doing uh, this week. Not exactly the nerdiest thing, but I went down to a Blue Jackets game. Hey, hockey over the weekend. Hockey's nerdy. Hockey's great. Sports. Yeah. Have you guys ever been to a Blue Jackets game? No. Nope. Oh I would, man, I would go to one. Oh man, they are so much fun. Even if you know zero about the sport, it's you know it's moves very quickly. And there's so many like commercial breaks and stuff where they do fun, goofy stuff. It's the stuff that people, t- the people on the TV are watching it. Don't don't ever see. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's just a blast. Oh, uh, it was a lot of fun. We watched the, uh, um, unfortunately they lost, uh, the, the wild, uh, beat them, mm. but in overtime. So it was a really good game. Uh, our tickets were pretty good. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Me and Nicole have talked about going to a jackets game. We just never do. Don't think that you have to get something like lower bowl or anything like that. You can sit in the nosebleeds. The nationwide arena is designed in a way that there is not a bad seat in the house. I actually prefer sitting up on the the second uh, the second level, the uh, upper upper deck, mm-hmm. uh, because you get to see the entire ice and everything. And love it's, upper decking the. I uh, love upper decking nationwide arena. That's that's my favorite thing to do. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's it is a lot of fun, and there's um yeah they have a lot of they actually have a lot of independent vendors in there oh. for like food and stuff like that. Cool. Okay. So you can get all kinds of weird food, and um, I think uh, Brewdog Brewery has their own stand in there, so you can get like you know halfway decent beers and stuff like that. Uh, I mean at exorbitant prices. Well, of course, because <laughs> of it's course. A, because it's a national sports team. But uh, yeah, it's you're a, at a place. You're at a place to do something else. Yeah. Let's jack up that price. Exactly. It's like going to a concert. You can't bring in outside food. You can only get it here. You can only get it here and you have to pay $15. And when you're here, you're family. Yeah. (laughs) But it really is a lot of fun. You know, you really get into it with, uh, you know, there was uh, the Blue Jackets, even though they lost, uh, one of their players had a hat trick Mm. and people threw their hats onto the ice. Nice. As is tradition when they uh, when you score three goals. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad the old ways are still alive. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Not bringing in outside food made me think of that uh, Nathan for you, <laughs> where he built that that suit to hide chili in it. Oh yeah, and then he oh. started selling chili at the hockey game. Oh right, yeah, out of yep. his like suit. <laughs> God, I love that show. His, it's a good show. His yeah. food coat. Yep. But uh, but no, that's pretty much all I've been doing, other than the the standard, just you know, trolling surviving. around, surviving, yeah. trolling around on YouTube, yeah. easy viewing stuff, you know. I read the first volume of the IDW Turtle stuff. Oh, cool! It's like the first handful of issues plus the mini, uh, the mini issues that focused on individual turtles. Yes, yes. So it's been a long time since I've read those. I've been collecting that series. 
since the um, beginning. Since the beginning, I've been getting the the single issues. Uh, so it's been a uh, gosh, it's been probably five or six years since I've read the first handful. Of- um, it ends with them, uh, with their first confrontation with like actual Shredder. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, you know, Karai and the the rest of the foot. Right, because Shredder wasn't their first nemesis. Nope, it's uh technically Baxter Stockman and Hob and Ho- an old Hob. Yeah, the, the cat, the cat. Uh, were and they're tangentially working for Krang. Right. Now I'm not sure if Baxter Stockman fully realizes what Krang is. Probably, I don't. I don't think he knows at that point. He does find out eventually. Well, yeah, but he. It definitely he definitely wears a disguise when he talks to Stockman. Yeah. And um I don't know, his his like Zippy the Pinhead costume <laughs> in the cartoon. His Brian Posehn costume. <laughs> I mean, his robot body kind of looks like that, but he like covers it up with like an overcoat and a beret cuz yeah. he's General Krang. General Krang, yes. Yes. With, uh, the, with, the, with his rock soldiers. His his granite soldiers. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the that series is really good. It's and there's a point where it kind of starts to go over the edge a little bit. Um, they introduce uh, uh, Japanese mysticism pretty hard and heavy at one point. I mean, point. it's already there in the beginning with the whole reincarnation, reincarnation stuff. thing, but it it gets even deeper. At one point, Shredder teams up with a Kitsune, mm. and she is like causing dark magic mischief. For him, I mean, and and now there's the 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 current story arc uh, deals with a section of New York that has been uh, terraformed or terra um, DNA bombed into a mutant town mm. where there's just people that have just been turned into mutants. I mean, that's that tracks that pretty much tracks for a Ninja Turtle storyline. Yeah, but it's really good. I, I hope you keep no, up I like no, I I plan on it. I do like it. Um. It's nice. It's it is refreshing to like you know everybody knows the story of the turtles. I mean yeah, but seeing a slightly different take on it is not is not bad. It's it's a nice melding of the different of uh, canons, different canons because it has some of the it has some of the grittiness of the mirage. of the mirage stuff. It has some of the fun of the eighties eighties stuff. It has some of the um, edge lordiness of the uh, two thousand seven. Series, yeah. series or 2004 series. It mixes up from about three or four different places. It takes a bunch of um, mutants that were specific only um, action figures mm-hmm. from like from the 80s line that they never made it to the show, but they were like um, like Mondo Gecko Mut- is Mutoid Man. Mu- yeah, the, the uh, Mutagenic the, Man is, the, is the, one the, of them. those weird ones. Those weird yeah. ones. Yeah, uh, they end up being minor characters, and uh, there's actually a Mutanimals spinoff book that has been following uh, Hob and his team of Mutanimals, including um, a crab that uses a dumpster as its shell <laughs> and and talks like Arlie uh, Emery from. Uh, <laughs> From Full Metal Jacket. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Mondo Gecko and the the Mutagenic Man and a bunch of others. Yeah, but uh, it's not it's not bad. Um, Pete the Pigeon from they actually pull in Pete the Pigeon from the the 3D animated show. Oh, okay. Um, and he's like the they yeah, that Nickelodeon one, the, the first Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon one. one. And his whole thing was he had a he was Hobbs' first attempt to make his own mutants for his team, and the uh, ooze wasn't right. So he still has, he can speak like a human, but he still has the 
attention span and basically the brain of a regular <laughs> pigeon. See, I was kind of curious because the end of the the end of the 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 book I have, it almost seemed like Baxter Stockman killed Hob. Uh, no, uh, it's, he gets better. Okay, <laughs> he gets better and teams up with with uh, Slash, who they they do some stuff with Slash that makes Slash maybe one of my favorite characters mm. in that book. Okay, he's almost an unofficial sixth or se- or possibly seventh turtle. I mean, uh, the phone game Shredder's re- or um, Splinter's Splintered Fate mm-hmm. um, kind of somewhat touches on that because in that storyline of that game. Uh, you're kind of going through, which, by the way, it's not a it's not a bad game actually. Yeah. If you have like Apple Arcade, it's a decent pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I kind of I more recommend uh, playing it with a controller rather than with the on screen phone controls. Sure, sure. But it is fully controller supported uh, game. Anyway, also the new Sonic game on Apple Arcade is actually pretty good. Oh, nice. Oh, is it? Yeah, nice. And it's a 3D platformer Sonic. And somehow oh. they didn't mess it up real bad. So, hey, well, there you go. Yeah, I don't know how that yeah. happened. Yeah, while, while the world we live in, right? Yeah, yeah. That the phone gets a better Sonic than uh, then you know. what was the last Superstars? Superstars. It was apparently not very good. I, don't I know, thought I Frontier it. was the last one. No, they no. had they there's a there's a platformer one that oh, came okay. out. After yeah, they that. did a two D platformer one with Rouge the Bat was a playable character, right? No, or wait, is that that one's not out yet? Rouge is in the Apple Arcade one. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, that's the that's what I okay. saw. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, I uh, thought Frontiers was actually pretty okay. It wasn't mm, that bad. Mm, okay. A lukewarm uh, endorsement by Cody. Yeah. <laughs> that's about what it deserves. I mean, it sure. wasn't great, but it was better than most of them are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there has been a long line of bad Sonic games. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, where was I? Um, oh. Um, uh, Leatherhead had uh, captured Slash. Okay, yeah. And uh, the dialogue with Slash seemed very uh, familiar. Okay. When it came to talking to the turtles, and I'm like, okay, okay. I mean, Slash has always kind of been a weird halfway. Some, yeah. Sometimes he's an antagonist. Sometimes he's with them. It's it's weird. Yeah. Um. The they eventually well, like I was saying with uh Pete the pigeon. Yeah. That he had a inferior version of the of the ooze that made Splinter, yeah. That made well, that made um, Pete the Pigeon. Oh, they it was that that made Slash as well, and okay. they actually test a, a corrected version on Slash, and it gives him intelligence. Oh, okay. So he will become he goes from the uh, the kind of lunk-headed, blind rage type character to almost like a philosopher type character okay. who's just also just huge. Okay, okay. and he doesn't. He doesn't team specifically with the turtles, but he is, I guess it would be chaotic good if you were playing D&D where he's going to do what he feels is the right thing. He's a, he's a hero. He's a good character, but he's going to, he's willing to break. He's running, he's running to step over some lines. Yeah. Step over some laws to do what he feels is the correct choice. I mean, that, that kind of is chaotic good. Yeah. So they, so he's, you're good, but you're not going to, you're not exactly Letter of the law, good. He's Raphael, but the next step, mm. kinda. I mean, Raph in this book definitely has like a whole chip on it. Well, at the beginning, well, anyway. Sure. Well, yeah. the, the thing is, like, like the timeline is weird because from the point they get doused with the mutagen to the point where they're like running around looking for the miss, like looking for missing Raphael, 
It's only been a matter of a few months. Right. It's been like a because, little over a year. Because the turtles, they, they explained that the turtles were teenagers, teenaged turtles when they were doused. Oh. So they are turned into human humanoid turtles, but they are at the same age that they were when they were okay. in, the, okay. in the tank. I will say that the IDW splinter, like the way they write him, is definitely a lot softer than the last Ronin splinter. Sure. Uh, that changes. Oh, I'm sure. That changes. Because like this splinter, like the IDW splinter is definitely like, you know, I, I took lots of lives, you know, back when I was a man in feudal Japan and I'm trying to be a better person now. Yeah. And then he takes over the foot clan. Uh, well, I yeah, he, he becomes the tunit of the, of the, of the foot, of the foot clan after shredder's gone and, I like the yeah. mutant, the mutant mayhem splinter the the best. Oh yeah, where he's just a goofy dad. <laughs> just a, yeah, yeah, just goofy yeah. dad <laughs> who learned who learned kung fu from a book or from VHS tapes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I will say that the mutant mayhem is probably the biggest deviation from the story. But line. that's fine. Well, no, like I said, I'm 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 all for newer interpretations. Like, yeah, I have yet to consume Ninja Turtle media that I fully hated don't get me wrong next mutation was rough that live action tv show oh i know that is a rough show really really bad speaking of next mutation they do something with venus de milo in this comic series yeah i remember it's going to be about a hundred issues before you get to well her. yeah uh but they do something with her that actually is interesting redeeming Yes and no. I mean, redeeming is kind of a, a strong word. I would say well, it, it makes was, sense. It's a it's enough of a twist on the character to make it not just oh, secret fifth turtle. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm. I was. I remember when they when they were talking about bringing her back, and uh, I was like, I thought Eastman had stated he'd never recognize that character, and yet he works on the IDW stuff. He does, and well, again, if they if if you get to it. Again, it's going to be like a hundred issues from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's not prominent. She's a minor character. She had like two or three issues that introduced the character, and that's about it. Mm. But what they do make it, they make it very compelling. Well, it, it definitely feels like uh, Janaka is more of a, like, will be more of a uh, more prominent character when I get yes. there. Yeah. Again, she doesn't show up for about a while. 50 yeah. or 60 issues. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I like. I like Raph and Casey's like dynamic with each other. Yeah. And I think it's nice that like Casey, like Casey was kind of like brought in from the beginning as like, you know, an unofficial brother kind of in a way. Yes. Through Raphael. Yes. Um, some really good stuff with it, with, with them. Oh yeah. Sure. Like the whole, just the whole kind of fleshing out and changing everybody's stories a little bit. I even liked the, the little mini comic, uh, stories where they focused on one turtle for a story. Yeah. Like yeah. the the four the four that I read were pretty good. They're yeah, they're very. Um, good. I really liked uh, the Michelangelo one and the Donatello one. Of the four, I think those two were probably my favorite. Mm -hmm. Where Donatello goes to a science show and meets a guy that he had a beef with online. They didn't know about it. You know about <laughs> right. each other. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Michelangelo wanting to go to a New Year's Eve party. Yes. And crashes like a, a, a costume party. Yeah, he crashes a costume party. Yeah. That also is somebody is stealing a orb or stealing a thing mm -hmm. uh, for possibly Shredder or possibly for 
Stockman? Something like I that. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, they actually do a lot of really interesting, uh, really, um, Michelangelo is really the heart of the team. Whoa. Like he's, he's not just the, the, the dumb goofy party one. dude, party dude, like, like in so many different versions of the media, oh. he's actually really, really strong character. So, uh, in, in the Donatello, uh, issue, it talk, it, Donatello's screen name, uh, for this like tech forum he's on or whatever is does machines 84 yeah and i was like oh that's good yeah that's, that's a, a good, good joke yeah. i like that yep. one yep uh the guy he has beef with online was like an older guy yeah he's an old scientist he, he shows kind of like a hippie he actually shows up multiple times i'm sure it definitely yeah. felt like they were building him up to be yeah something he, more yeah he becomes a pretty pretty i mean he always stays pretty uh angry well yeah he definitely seems antagonistic Peter, think peter capaldi as oh, as, nice. a, as a tech techno techno guy yeah that, that is. is just like he just hates people for the most part yeah well and begrudgingly like helps out the turtles kind of well or it's more like he he likes them but he he likes up. he got respect for donatello during their whole beef at the expo because stockman was trying to recruit the guy too yeah and but then uh, Donatello kind of reaches him like do you think he's really going to share like knowledge or glory with you he's basically Thomas Edison you know yeah. kind of thing I, I wish we would have got better Capaldi Doctor Who episodes uh, uh, yeah, yeah. and Whitaker I wish the last three or four series of <laughs> Doctor Who were good I heard that they are not the strongest I watched the first of the new specials with uh, David when David Tennant comes back oh yeah it's so good. The one I saw, it was excellent. I heard it's pretty good. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. That's so much better, and it makes me feel weird well, about not liking the other ones. Well, just because yeah. they brought the one guy back. Yeah, but, Russell, Russell T. Davies came back. Yeah. So he's, it's he's all it needed. Yeah, apparently. apparently. Well, he was the golden age of New Who. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most most Doctor Who fans cite Cindy the, New Who. Shut Cindy up. Lou Who. <laughs> uh boo boo this man boo but like the doctor and donna back up to you know shenanigans shenanigans and it's good and like i need to watch the rest of it and also, get caught up it was but... the last thing that um the guy who plays donna's grandfather did before he passed oh uh wilt wilt yeah, yeah. yeah. such a wholesome character yeah man the whole dr donna thing was like that whole part was like when I was watching new when I was watching Doctor Who pretty regularly. That always got me like right in the right in the right in the emotional spot. Donna is out, is my favorite companion. Oh yeah, mine too. Easily, easily. I liked it that they wrote her to the point where she wasn't like just this lovesick you know puppy following the Doctor around like yeah. the last couple were. Especially Martha Jones. Oh god, <laughs> I did not like Martha Jones at all. Like her whole thing of like being like jealous over Rose, even though she's never met Rose and doesn't know the history of Rose, but just because the doctor keeps mentioning her all the time, she's like, "Oh, what? Why am I not good I, enough?" I think Clara was around way too long, too. I liked Clara. I, I liked Clara Oswald, but she, I think she outstayed her welcome by quite a bit. Well, that and like their whole thing where they like basically shoehorned her in into the into the doctor who multiverse basically as like a pinpoint or whatever she kind of like influences everything since the beginning because of whatever weird oh, power yeah. they gave her i like the tardis 
You mean you I think mean, that box is neat. You mean the human one that wore a dress that Matt Smith called sexy? I like the TARDIS. <laughs> I like TARDIS. Now, now you know how I felt during the Ninja Turtles hey, fair portion enough. of the that's, show. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I like turtles. <laughs> uh, uh, see, I also I watched um, the Green Knight, the A twenty four movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of them I've been meaning to get around to, and then I finally did. I thought it looked cool when it was coming out. Yeah, I did too, but I did, I just didn't get to it until I saw it that it's on Prime the other day, and mm-hmm. so we watched it really cool like really really cool but if you like um arthurian legend arthurian legend stuff this is a very cool take on it um things look like weirdly authentic too oh nice um it's kind of uh arthurian legend by way of el topo oh like it's kind of like weird like almost psychedelic at times nice uh, and just like the costumes and the settings and the, the stills that, I've seen, that I saw from the movie when it was coming out looked really it, fantastic, it's all, really well done. It's all very, very cool. Yeah, <laughs> and, and just an interesting story told in a in a visually appealing way. Yeah, I feels like it feels like we haven't got anything like Arthurian in a long time. Like I know, like the early two thousands was pretty hard on it. Like you had like the Merlin show. Well, that was, like, that was kind of more late nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. The Merlin show. And then you had that reimagining of the King Arthur story where they're all Romans with uh, Kira Knightley as uh, Guinevere. Guinevere. Oh, yeah. Guinevere in a box. Yeah. This is feels more authentic, but with its own twist on it kind of thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then you had King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Or no. What was it? The... The animated one, yeah, with the were their football players, with the football players, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Ronan Warrior, that Ronan Warriors ripoff, yeah, yeah. Sir Ram Man, yeah. <laughs> oh That's man, just a He Man character, yeah, it is. Yeah, Ram yeah. Man is just a He Man character, and yet also one of the Knights of the Round. <laughs> yeah, like King Arthur was like the quarterback. He of was the, the high school. His name was Arthur Knight. Yeah, and he was, and he was the quarterback of the. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Isn't that Aquaman's real name? It's Arthur. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, come on, DC man. Oh, oh, oh I'm having a, bl- a blank. We're going to have to revoke. Arthur Curry. Arthur Curry. Yeah. I was going to say, we're going to have to revoke your yeah, nerd card. Yeah, right. he's, a little, he's a little spicy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how you make him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh. Uh. But yeah, that's a definite recommend, I would say. The Green Knight. Yeah. I'll tell you what, A24, they rarely miss. Yeah. That's true. Uh, that is they very true. They put out true. some really good stuff. And and even when it's one of their like not better ones, afterwards you're just kind of like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> like I've never seen an A24 movie where I was like, well, that, that was that awful. Sucked. Yeah. And most of the time it's just like, eh. I, I really, I need to watch The Iron Claw. I've heard it's really, really good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah, well, yeah it's, it it's just still came in theaters. Out. It's still in theaters. It just came out. Yeah, but Man, I uh, haven't seen a movie in theaters that wasn't a Marvel movie <laughs> in a long time. Same here. No, I take that back. I saw uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie as the double. Yeah, I think Barbie, the Barbenheimer. Barbie was my last non-Marvel movie. Yeah. Other than that, my last movie was the Marvels. <laughs> Oh sure, yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to even think about what the last movie I saw in theater was. I want to see Godzilla minus, minus one, one, but that's yeah. gonna probably gonna be out of theaters sooner than later. Oh, it's, I think it's already out. And I think it's already gone. 
Boy, I want to see Boy and the Heron too. I have heard, I have heard so many good things about that movie. Yes, that's on my list. That's on my list as well. Also, the fact that Robert Pattinson yeah, is I the really, English voice of that bird. I really yep. want to see that the dub on that one too. Uh-huh. It seems, sounds like they knocked it out of the park. Yeah, specifically Robert Pattinson. Oddly enough, yeah. You know what? You know, people give them a lot of gripe for being in like Twilight and that one minor character in Harry Potter. So what? Yeah. He was a good. He's no, a he's good a good actor. actor. Like if you watch other stuff he does, like oh yeah, the lighthouse is a solid, weird movie. Oh yeah, he was really good in the lighthouse. Uh, was it another Cos- Cosmopolitan? A- another A twenty four movie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that the Cosmopolitan? That's the one with uh, where it was like he was filmed in the back of a limo for almost the whole thing. It's like this weird. Um, oh yeah, he definitely did a lot of art, artsy kind of. Yeah. Well, when you make all your money as a teen heartthrob from four vampire movies when you're 17 through 22 you can afford to make whatever yeah, art do whatever films. you want after that yeah like also he I, could quit acting and never also, have to do anything I'm, again I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna die in this hill the batman is a great movie yeah oh, sure. oh, yeah i like the batman too yeah i didn't think i would like the batman and i did <laughs> yeah yeah it's a solid movie yeah his suit is different enough his world is different enough that i just really liked it mm-hmm yeah, I, I went into that movie thinking that I was only seeing it so I could talk about it on the show, mm-hmm. and then I ended up legitimately, legitimately liking it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it was right before all that shakeup at Warner Brothers, so who knows if we're ever going to get that Penguin series. Uh, who knows? Or yeah. anything else, because yeah. everything else they put out has bombed horribly. Yeah. I did want to watch Blue Beetle, and I know it's on Max, and it makes me sad that it came to Max so fast. But also, I'm like, I do want to watch it. But sure, yeah. Aquaman movie will probably show up here in a couple days. Oh, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Aquaman will end up at the dollar bin here before too Oof. long. Yeah, I heard it bombed real bad. Yeah. Flash bombed real bad. But also, Flash deserved to bomb real yeah. bad. Well, we've, we've gone over this many, oh, yeah. many a time. The only reason I wanted to watch it for any kind of enjoyment was just, you know, Keaton. Yeah, sure. I could cut out all the other Ezra Miller BS. Yeah. And the stupid... Uh, multiverse sequence. Oh yeah, with uh-huh. with Nick Cage, Superman fighting a giant alien spider, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and George Reeves, Superman appearing at all, at all, yeah. right? And Superman not appearing in this film. Sure. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll get into some news. Hi, I'm John Schnabel of the band Six Miles to Nelly. My good friend Greg Dunham has a show here on WZMO, and it's called Long Play. He just plays full albums front to back. Now, I'll admit, I've never really listened to the show, but I'll tell you this. Anything Flash does is going to be first-rate, well-done, and thought-provoking. I invite you to tune in on Friday nights at 11 and Saturday afternoons at 3. Check it out. I guarantee there's at least an outside chance that you may or may not find long play, at least at the minimum, somewhat enjoyable. Hey everybody, we're back from the break uh, here with some hot news. News. Hot, piping hot, right out of the oven. That's right. Oh, put your gloves on. This is so hot. I, I just got done throwing it up and down in the air, and then I pulled it out with that little paddle. Oh, there we go. I have one of those little paddles. Those things are great. The pizza paddle. I do. I have a there pizza is paddle. Actually, a word for it. Appeal. Yes, pizza peel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
It makes getting pizzas out of the oven super easy. Jordan Peele invented it. He did, yes. <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> and we salute you, sir. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, let's talk about some things. We actually have quite a few here. Uh, do we want to start with a happy one or a, or a, a, a not happy one? Because there's a good mix of both. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's start with a trailer. Let's let's get an okay. easy one out of the way. This one's kind of short. Uh, there's a trailer for a new horror comedy uh, written by Diablo Cody and directed by Zelda Williams, Robin Williams' daughter, uh, called Lisa Frankenstein. Which is in the running for best movie title of the it's year a good already. Name. Yeah. yeah. And it is about, uh, it's set in the bright neon 80s. A girl falls in love with a corpse. Uh, a corpse. Well, like the idea, the idea of, of a, a guy. Uh, the idea of the guy on a cor- on a uh, headstone. headstone. Yes, and then uh, shenanigans happen, and he- it comes back as a zombie. And kind of. Oh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. A kind of a Frankenstein. Like the yeah. groaning, like Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the you know not so much the you know eating human flesh zombie type. And mishaps ensue. It looks fantastic. Yeah, a lot, it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's been a long time since we've got like a fun Diablo Cody movie. Yes, yes. I think the aesthetic of the neon eighties and kind of the the interesting shot composition and yeah. stuff like that. I think yeah. it's going to lend really well for for the movie. Kind of like a John Hughes, John Hughes horror comedy. Yeah. I, was, I was almost going to say John Hughes meets uh, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that is a good summary. Yeah, that is really that's good. That's what it really with, looks like. With maybe a little Evil Dead. A little Evil Dead in there. There, <laughs> there were a couple of snap zooms. There are a couple of Sam Raimi shots in there. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually going to check it out. With, hopefully, when that it's was in definitely theaters. one I didn't know was coming. And I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. yeah. I I heard the name, but I didn't know anything about it. But we sat and watched the trailer I mean, it's, before. It's a great it's, day. It's good. It really good pegs. Stuff. It really pegs the nostalgia from March. Absolutely. From us. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so that was a good one. Not so good one. Uh, there's a George Carlin comedy special. Uh, and, you, and you're probably wondering, well, how can that be? George Carlin passed away like 10, 20 years ago. 2006? Like a, a good 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was created with AI. They, yeah, they fed all of George Carlin's material into an AI model and then it crapped out. It generated Garbage. an hour's worth of content, and they digitally recreated George Carlin to tell the jokes, and this was all done without the family's consent or knowledge. I refused to watch this thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I read the article. It was like done for a podcast that Will Sasso and somebody else oh. is on, and like... He should know better. He should. He should yeah. know. But he's a stand-up comedian. Yeah. He should know better. First off, second, I I love George Carlin's. Oh yeah, stand-up. Some of some of the most insightful, like the way he could turn a phrase, just one of the best. And if there was anyone on this planet that would have hated AI-generated content more than anyone anyone it's george carlin i mean it it speaks to everything george carlin always hated like yes it it comes from such a place of like corporate mindless Consumerist, greed. just yeah. yeah yeah it's like 
it's like it's like when it's like when people get mad. It's like when people get mad that the Rage Against the Machine was political. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when it always has been because they're literally Zach. called Rage. What did you think the machine was? Yeah, right. Yeah, not a. Right. It wasn't a robot. It wasn't, a robot. It wasn't like evil robots. Right. <laughs> but like, it's this is just gross. And and to do it without the family's knowledge or consent. That's yeah. And the that's fact like even worse. Like Carlin's daughter like went to like Twitter like expressing her displeasure and how much this is just. Well, well it's grounds for a lawsuit. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I'm assuming there's no open open invitation for rights or anything it's, like that. Especially when they present it as a comedy, like saying it's a George Carlin comedy special. Like, that's that makes it even worse. Yeah. Like, they didn't even say, hey, we made an AI do this. Like, they advertise it as, as George Carlin. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the the title gives you an it gives you an, oh they found some old footage or something and spliced together something we haven't seen. Yeah. No. No. Nope. It's, nope. No, 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 that makes me, that's, this makes me angry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All this AI stuff is, is corporations trying to find a way to make stuff to sell without having to deal with those pesky creative people. Exactly. Yeah. It's, and it's something we've been, we've been crying from the rooftop since the beginning of all this kerfuffle, yeah. you know, don't get me wrong. Sometimes AI can be funny. Like I've watched videos of people using the voice AI to recreate, like you know, politicians playing new Super Mario Brothers. Uh, but you got to be careful with that stuff. I know, too. I know, I know, I know. No, trust me, I know. <laughs> I, I'm just talking about from an entertainment factor. I'm not really talking about like the the best use, the uggy of it. I guess yeah, the best use of AI when this was one of the first things I'd ever done with an AI model was that AI dungeon program where like it's basically a text adventure oh, yeah. where the AI makes stuff up as you go, as you type stuff in that was good. Well, that's interesting because it's not, it's not aping off of the back of, Oh yeah. It's not. Yeah. Of a, of a previously established work of art or person. Yeah. It's, it is creating things out of, Thin air. Thin air. I mean, it's taking probably reference from you know, other thing like yeah. Zork or something like that. Yeah, but it's creating things out of out of thin air. Yeah, it's not. It's trying to insert pass it. itself off as something. Yeah, else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, the minute that you that you try to pass off your AI art or your AI voice or anything like that as the original as an original piece and not a procedurally generated thing, that's where the problem yeah comes in i mean it's like it's like when i was at galaxy con and there was this one guy selling art that was just already established art slipped through like a filter and he's printing them out on prints and just selling Ooh, them ugh. yeah scummy. yeah i was like ooh, that's mm. scummy i'm yeah, glad he cool. i'm glad he was really far away from like the actual artist alley well you'd have to be otherwise they would they you would know, the artists would eat him alive eat him. Yes. <laughs> yeah i'm nom 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 yeah, it's like just oh, and the fact that it feels like I can't I can't scroll through anything anymore without getting bombarded with like Some AI like, yeah, art garbage, and I'm like, come on. And There's so I've seen so many Facebook posts recently that is a f absolutely fake movie poster. Oh, just so obviously fake, but the comments are full of people like, oh, I can't wait for this oh, to come out. I know, I know. There was like a few Disney ones and Pixar ones like that, and people were like, oh, this this looks so good. I'm like. People, we've had AI long enough now. You can just look at it. You can spot it. it. You can it, see. It's, it's got a like the shadows and the lighting. Everything follows a very same pattern. Yeah. 
every single time. Yeah. You can so see like, it from a mile away right now. Like, do some research. <laughs> like, also, don't believe a picture you saw on a Facebook like, post. Like, like take what, two seconds and like, think about. I'll it. have, yeah. I'll like, I'll have friends. Like, I'll have friends post stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, this ain't real. It's AI, and they're just like, oh, and I'm like, it literally takes two seconds. Yeah. I have half look an at, eye, I have half an eye and I can see it. Look yeah. at the hands. Yeah, look at the hands. <laughs> Much like Westworld. Look, look at, at the, the hands. hands. Uh, okay, let's talk about a happy thing. City of Heroes, the long dead um, MMO. MMO. The is, original superhero MMO. Yeah, the the better of the of the two. <laughs> two or three. They, Champions is not yeah, good. They reached a deal with the original... The fans made yes. a deal with the original owners of the game to continue running it like with legally. Their, with their and blessing. De and develop new new things for it. Oh, really? I didn't yes. see that part. Yes, yeah. they're, they're able to continue uh, continue uh, development for new That's classes really and new cool. things. Yeah. Because that, that was a really solid game. Really solid MMO from back in the day when they still made those. Yeah, this is a rare instance when a game gets shut down and it goes basically underground and is grassroots run. When the owners of the IP find it, they don't immediately sue. Yeah. Or just or send a DM or, or a DMCA shutdown. Yes. Yeah. So and that's like I forget what the server's name is, but it is there is like one fan run server. But they're doing it. Yeah. It has the official seal now, and that's kind of awesome. I miss when they would make MMOs and new MMOs would come out. Yeah. Yeah. City of Heroes Homecoming. Homecoming. That's the yes. That's the that's what it's called. I, yeah. I think if a company would put the resources behind making an actual like legitimate MMO, it would do pretty good now. I think it there, would. There's literally like all the competition is twenty years old at this point. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No yeah. they don't really make MMOs anymore. At least not on, you know, traditionally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, there's half a million Korean and Chinese ones on the phone, but... And then you'll get, like, stuff that's, like, small-time, um, like... can't think of the word. Instances. Small instance-style games that just aren't... Like, Destiny, it, yeah. it's like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's still not the same as, it's not the as same. a World of Warcraft. Yeah. I mean, Goad Wars was kind of like that back in the day, too. Yeah. You had, like, your social hubs, but then when you went out out into the game world itself, it was instance to you. Well, at this point, it's kind of hard to uh, compete with, like, the big ones, like uh, FF14. And, and, um, which is so good. Final yeah. Fantasy fourteen is so There's good. There's a new expansion coming out, right? Yes. Excellent transition into another news article. Thank you. <laughs> they they just had, like, a fan fest thing where they announced the next expansion for Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, Dawn Trail, mm -hmm. which you know, bunch of new content, new places, and two two new classes. One was Viper, which was like two swords, Edge Lord. Okay, sure. Which fine. Yeah. The other was really cool. It was Pictomancer from and Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, right? it's basically Realm from Final Fantasy VI. Oh man, that's they, awesome. They paint things into Re reality. reality. That's yeah. excellent. That's cool. I'm curious to see how that would work out. And even even the design of the character looks like. Calls back to Realm from oh, Final Fantasy fantastic. VI. Like she's got the little hat and the. It, it's a it's a really cool uh, pick. Cool. I hope someday we get geomancers that look like little dwarves. Oh, that would be neat. Um, <laughs> but now, and the other thing is, there's a new race, and by new race is a new gender to an existing race. Yeah. Uh, the Rothgars, which were big lion guys, 
now there's big lion ladies. Gotcha. Okay. With this expansion. And I'm sure that's very popular for some people. Yeah. I mean, there's already, there was already cat girls. Now there's buff lion ladies. Well, so there you everybody go. Everybody should be happy now. Everybody can get some. There we go. <laughs> awesome. All the boxes have been checked. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So those were a couple of good things. Switching over to a bad thing. Uh, looks like they might be re- finally releasing the day the clown cried. That's Ooh. arguably not a bad thing. It's but an it's interesting a bad movie. It's supposedly a very bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it, the Jerry Lewis uh, drama um, unfinished project of we add. unfinished film is getting screened uh, at some festival here. Uh, the first time it's being shown in like 50 some odd years. Like 52 years. 50, 52, something I like think that. Yeah. I think he said when it's his 100th birthday, they're allowed to show it. So so that's what's coming up. Yeah. And I, of course, I've never seen it. No one, hardly anyone's seen yeah, it. Hank, say. Hank Azaria has seen it. Hank I know Azaria, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and he said it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, a clown during World War II at, at a... Uh, at a death camp death camp and stuff that doesn't sound like it's just oofs all around yeah, yeah. I, I'm really interested to see it though because I, mor- I have a morbid curiosity yeah. sure it's, such it's not a, gonna be good no but it's, but it's one of those that you've heard forever that oh there's this movie that no one's ever been allowed to see and now yeah. you can see it. it's it's like that Wu-Tang Clan album that they oh, only oh, made oh, one Mark's- of that's Mark Scarelli that, owned. Yeah, that's barely a Wu Tang album. And too. now I think the FBI yeah. has it. Yeah, the when, FBI when they, owns it. When they seized all his assets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, let's pick another good one. I like this ba- bouncing back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cult of the Lambs and new expansions coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a quick. Uh, that's a quick thing. one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Cult of the Lamb is a fun little. It's a half uh, roguelike. Um, dungeon crawler and half, half town, simulator town sim like like animal crossing kind of sort of kind of sort of with a dark twist it, it almost has like almost a sim city almost sim city yeah to it yeah and uh yeah they've been ever since the game came out now the game came out about three quarters of the way finished it had a lot of bugs it had a lot of problems they have since fixed those issues and it was just charming enough to still be very good even yes even, even with the issues it, with the it issues, had a yeah. very interesting twitch integration um if for t- for twitch streamers that you can you can enter your screen name into a lottery automatically to be, become one of the people yeah in your town or whatever um but they have put out like a couple of very small free uh dlc packs basically uh but this first one is this this is going to be the first major major content update they're adding a new a couple new weapons for the roguelike area and a lot of stuff for your town <laughs> it looks really cool i'm i'm looking forward to it yeah i keep meaning to pick it up and play it, it, it it's constantly on sale yeah i know it's never not on sale yeah, yeah. it was on big big time on sale not too long ago and there was a free demo i was down to like 10 bucks at one point on yeah. switch yeah but, I know uh, that's when Samantha got it when it was like ten bucks, and after she played the demo. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's very, it, you you fall into the loop very quickly, and uh, yeah. Okay, so what else do we have? Do we want to go back to another bad one? Yeah, let's let's bounce back to another bad one. So, in continuing dark times for the tech industry side of things, uh, more layoffs. 
Yes, the layoffs yes. did not stop when the year rolled over to 2024. Yes, so um, Twitch, la- laid, Twitch off. laid off 34% of their staff. That's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of people. And apparently, and their CEO put out a live stream. And I guess the CEO of Twitch, he engages a lot with the community. Like he plays a lot of games. He streams a lot of stuff. Uh, on top. Well, that of, makes sense. Being the CEO of Twitch. Yeah. yeah. You don't well, have to. Well, yeah. the last. It's refreshing because the last CEO of Twitch didn't even know he was the CEO of Twitch. So. Huh. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, but yeah, he talked about how uh, Twitch is not financially viable at the moment it is not turning a profit i feel as though that they're setting up some kind of sob story in order to down the line make a bunch of sweeping changes to basically screw over yeah. the, the the content n- creators for their site like they do every every couple months they do yeah. something that really hurts the people that actually do the work at twitch that make you watch it i mean <laughs> yeah it's youtube like- youtube does the same thing like I, I would feel more compassion for the guy, and for the company of Twitch if they hadn't just changed over their monetization from a seventy uh, thirty split to a fifty fifty split. Yeah, fifty uh, percent going to the to the, Twitch to Twitch and and fifty going to the creator, where it was seventy percent of to the creator to the creator thirty yeah. percent to Twitch. It seems like YouTube's becoming a more viable streaming platform as time it goes is, on. It is, but then too. you have to deal with uh, YouTube, YouTube, yeah. and their their algorithm bots and uh, everything else, and dealing with Google, yeah, which is a bigger thing. But much like you know other streaming services or whatever, what else are you going to do? Yeah, which yeah. is the big one. What are you going to stream on Kick? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because every other competitor for Twitch that's tried to step up. Has failed. Has crashed. Uh, what was that yeah. Microsoft one? Mixer. 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 Yeah. yeah. And, and and like Ninja went to Mixer. That was a he, terrible name. That was a bad name. Yeah. After yeah. He tried and they tried pushing that real Although hard. Twitch is not a very good name either. Really, it's not. Yeah, but Twitch used to be called something else. Too. Justin, Justin TV. TV. Yeah. Which also is very bad. Yeah. Yeah, but it was it was it definitely harked back to its 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 edgy, cringy roots. <laughs> its logo was like. A monkey. It was, I think. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, back in the day, man, everything tech had some kind of monkey or something <laughs> on it. True. It was, yeah. I find myself watching more Twitch all of the time lately. I don't know. I I catch a Twitch stream every now and then. Yeah, and it's it's cool. The only time I do is when like either you're doing something. Oh yeah, <laughs> it fills that void that when you would watch TV and like didn't want to. Veg out. actively pick what was on oh sure like yeah. like that's kind of what twitch the void twitch feels for me like i can just put on somebody that like i like Is doing or, random stuff or yeah. i can like tolerate listening to sure. and just throw that on and be good yeah and that's cool that's that's cool i think that's that's a good way to use it um along with the twitch layoffs there was also a bunch of layoffs at unity the game dev yeah, continuing uh, studio. the continuing to make Unity worse. Yeah, yeah. Well, like at least throughout the that CEO that had all those awful ideas. Oh yeah, so, sure. they at least like, got rid of him. But. Yeah, that 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 horrible um uh monetization thing they were trying. Oh yeah, or they're making everybody yeah. who uses the engine to pay them. Yeah, every, every time you use it, every time somebody plays a Unity game, it costs the developer money, which makes no sense. That makes whatsoever. no sense. Yeah. yeah. 
But but no, they laid off. How many did they lay off? It was like 1,500. 1,500, something like that. Yeah. Which is, a little, again, a lot That's of people. That's a lot of people. The gaming industry has been hit with a lot of layoffs lately. Yes. Like, well, I mean, lot. it wasn't. I mean, it was, I mean it's, it's not just video gaming, too, because Wizards. Oh, it's everywhere. Wizards yeah. got rid of a lot of people right before Christmas. It's almost like we're in a recession or yeah. something. Yeah. But no, um, I, I was uh, listening to this topic being told on a different uh, different show, and they mentioned compared to the uh, the amount of games industry layoffs in 2023, uh, we have already hit 40% of that number in 2024, and we are barely into January. Yep. So, yes, uh, the layoffs will continue until, until morale, morale improves. improves. I started playing yeah. around with Unity the other day. Oh yeah, I was doing a 3D platformer tutorial. And, oh nice! Uh, eh, it was, it didn't turn out super great. I could not get the little the little bean that I 3D bean that I had made to jump. Oh. Um, <laughs> and if I would change direction on him too fast, it would fall over. Oh. In 3D, like the physics would kick in, and the cylinder would just fall oh, over. Jeez. And then the <laughs> controls would be flipped to the direction that, like, it oh, fell down. Okay. <laughs> See, that would actually make for an interesting game, though. Almost if like you're, a, almost like a Fall Guys kind yeah. of thing. You're like a little weeble wobble, and you fall over, and now you have to try to write <laughs> yourself. Write yourself. Yeah. yeah. But, but uh, I, I need to spend more time with it. It was nice to I haven't done any like actual solid programming in a long time, like typing stuff programming, and it yeah. was kind of refreshing to do that. But yeah, it's not as easy as yeah. click confusion. What, <laughs> what uh, what what programming language is it? C sharp. Okay. Yeah, I haven't programmed in C sharp in fifteen years. <laughs> it's been a long time. I I took a couple of C sharp classes back way back in the day. And yeah, I, th- I actually still think I have my books from <laughs> from that class, which is probably way out of date or whatever. Oh, I'm but, sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, we have time for one more and make it a good one. Uh, Konami is bringing back some classic games. Okay. Yeah, they're doing two new packs of classic games. They're doing a Felix the Cat one. Sure. Which I wasn't aware that there was more than one Felix the Cat game, but apparently there is. Yeah. Uh, and they're doing a Rocket Knight pack oh, which is rocket at, least, knight. at least three rocket knight games and they're all pretty good they're pretty good is that that's the same thing as sparkster right yeah sparkster okay. is the rocket knight yeah yes. yeah he's a little possum with a jetpack with a jetpack in the knight's costume yeah. yeah yeah well that's awesome um i i always liked uh rocket knight and sparkster yeah so yeah that's that's pretty cool it's good stuff konami you know they're trying to they're trying. They're trying. They're doing stuff. They're doing something, <laughs> and uh, that's what counts. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I, I've heard that that Metal Gear collection they put out is passable. As it is as, a way to play the game. Yeah, as long as you're not playing it on the Switch, it's passable. That I mean, sounds that, like the every Switch. game, yeah. unfortunately. I love yeah, my Switch, but... Yeah, it's, that sounds like every game that's not a Nintendo game. Yeah. Yeah. And which I had no intention of getting it on the Switch. <laughs> But hey, that means you can get your Metal Gears on on PC for the first time, yeah. like ever. I meant, I got um, Mario Strikers Battle League the other oh, day. Yeah. I found it on clearance for fifteen dollars. Oh, that's a good price for it. Which is about what it's worth. Yeah. Um, yeah. When the demo came out, I did not like it. I think it's good. I think there's a, a surprising amount of depth in the. Oh yeah. The, oh yeah. It, it's hard. It's hard. I think that's part of the reason why I didn't like it. Like there, there's a lot of timing-based stuff that's really interesting. Like, uh, 
if you pass it to another player and then shoot right like within a window of time it'll mm-hmm. do a more effective shot oh interesting so you can like combo that you can combo passes like oh that's cool and the character art and animation is like top-notch stuff it's it, like that scratchy style isn't it a little bit it kicks into that when you use a special gotcha. move for a little bit okay but other than yeah that, it's kind of comic-y with heavy um, lines it's it's done by next level games oh, the okay. people who did luigi's mansion 3 yeah. so it looks it looks like that which had fantastic character animation yeah yeah i wish they'd do another mario baseball i was just yeah. gonna say that that Mario, uh, was it Super Slugger? Super Sluggers, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that was a solid game. That was such a solid, solid game. game. Yeah. I used to play the crud out of that on the GameCube. Same here. Uh, Though it's kind of funny. I hopped on Mario Kart for the first time in a long time the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was on one of the newer tracks, and I drove through one of the Mario baseball stadiums. And I was, oh, like, nice. I was nice. like, oh, and I got all nostalgic. I was like, oh, come yeah. on. So those new tracks are good. And the Mario Kart, yeah, yeah, eight. yeah. They pulled a bunch of the ones from like uh, from tour. The mo- yeah, the mobile game. Yeah, they're really good. I like them. They're pretty solid. Oh yeah. Yep. I forgot. I used to be really good at Mario Kart, and I've been struggling to find my way again. <laughs> oh yeah, I haven't played Mario Kart in a long time. A lot of times, like I, I accidentally drift to the wrong direction. Oh yeah. And I'm like, ah, ah, and then I start hitting the wall. <laughs> Hollow Live had their big Mario Kart tournament with all the Hollow Live girls playing, and like I cannot watch people play Mario Kart who are not good at it. It drives oh, me nuts. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Don't watch me play. Yeah. Don't watch me play. Uh, all right. Well, hey, we've actually hit time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, or support our Patreon at Nerd Overload now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com, and you can also give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline. The number for that's 419-561-5556. Leave us a message, and we might play it on the show. Yeah, that's right. You can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank Parker for helping us out finding news for the week. And uh, David Pencil, for the use of our intro and outro, you can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out.